Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober. Encouraging believers to stand on the word of God. And motivating believers to be truth dealers. With a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's true. Okay, praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. And I'm Brian Moonen. And today I have a special guest, Dr. Brian Artis. Um, he has broken some news in the past few weeks. If you haven't heard about it, I guess you really need to educate yourself and watch the three-part interview with Mike Adams. It is very chock full of information, jam-packed with scientific information information about patents, information about research that's been going on, pharmaceutical industry, um, a lot of evidence to do with this theory that surrounds the venom. Welcome, Dr. Artis. You're very welcome. It's two Brian's on the same show. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with an I. I know. I'm I, with a Y, but it sounds just the like. Yes. Well, well, welcome to the show. Um, I, I really want to start by thanking you for telling the truth about remdesivir, because it's just been a terrible uh, what's happening. And we, I, I'm not going to get upset. I told myself, we know a lot of people who've gotten uh, hospitaled, I call it. And uh, that's the drug of choice. And so, and then I know, we know other people, by God's grace, we were able to get the information that you kept releasing. And Many, 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 many people have been warned over the past year and lives have been saved. So I've seen both outcomes. So I personally want to thank you for having the courage to step up and release that information, which is uncommon and really more needed now than ever because we're in a war. They're trying to kill. They are killing people. And I just can't thank you enough for doing that. You're very welcome. And, uh, and I had a very specific motive. Uh, you, you will see this. There's going to be a documentary that's going to drop here in the next probably week or two. But it's being done by Matt and Joy Thayer and Clay Clark. They're all putting it out at the same time. But uh, they did an interview with me like, I don't know, eight months ago in Colorado Springs. It was me, Thomas Renz, Christiana Northrup, and, and others. And they had asked us, the filmmaker asked us to discuss why it is we got into this. And they all talked about their family and their children, Thomas Renz, Dr. Naputi, Robert Marsh, the medical doctor, surgeon. They're all talking about their children and their families. And I was just staring at this fire where there was a fire pit in front of us. And I just said, uh, you'll see it in the documentary. I said, I, I really appreciate y'all talking about your kids, but I barely thought of my children for the last two years. I said, this isn't, I haven't thought about my children once. They killed my father-in-law in a hospital in early February of 2020. And this is all vengeance for me. This is what I said. And Christiana Northrup died laughing. She thought it was so funny. I looked at her and she goes, 
it's called righteous anger, Dr. Artis. And I said, you can call it whatever you want. They murdered my father-in-law and I'm not letting them kill another innocent person as long as I can speak. And uh, this hospital protocol Anthony Fauci came out with was three times more toxic than what they killed my father-in-law with. So this has been a very personal thing for me. So when you hear me speak and medical doctors around the country invite me to speak at medical conventions as a retired chiropractor, they love me talking on the hospital protocols and I have no problems speaking on those. Uh, but they always introduce me the same way that no one is more bold than I am in speaking about the incredible, horrific, evil, deadly hospital protocols. And there's a reason why I speak that way. I know exactly what they did in a hospital just months before this hospital protocol came out. And I could see everything in the interviews in New York that the doctors were saying as they started treating COVID-19 patients was exactly what they just did to my father-in-law. And I could explain it. This is what happens when you shut down the kidneys leave a saline bag of IV fluid in them. You're going to fill up their abdomen, flood their lungs with water. They're going to drown to death. And you're going to say you need to put them on a vent to force air into the lungs. It's just what they did to my father-in-law three months ago. You don't think I, I can see the mass genocide about to be played out on the whole country. And then they're going to, at the end of this year coming up, this is in May of 2020. And at the end of the year, they're going to start exporting the drug to other countries. They're going to set up Americans to die more than any other country. And right now, Brian, at the end of two plus years of this pandemic, no other country still has as many dead people as we do. We're the only country with over a million dead COVID-19 hospitalized people, period. No other country even has 700,000. What's the difference? We killed over 500,000 people, literally in like 10 months using remdesivir before we ever shared it with another country. So that's how we did it. And that's how we're still doing it. So, yes, I've been very, very open and uh, I've hated it the whole time. Uh, and I wasn't asked to go speak at conventions. I wasn't approached to go do that. I was at my house for three months angry that they killed my father-in-law. And I literally was building 24 hours a day. I could hardly sleep building my case of how I was going to throw them all in prison. Literally, the hospital, the administrators, all of them, how I was going to take them all down. And if it wasn't for Anthony Fauci three months later coming out with this protocol and then hearing on the media on my phone, it would just pop up alerts, which I was not looking at the media. But these alerts would pop up on like Apple News, another record death day total for Americans more than any other country worldwide. And I was like, what is wrong with America? How is it possible, Brian, that America, the great prideful United States of America with its great healthcare system, sucks more than all other countries in the whole world at keeping our citizens alive. I mean, look, seriously, we're two years later. There's been a virus that supposedly went around the whole world multiple times, has variated, changed, mutated. And you got people in uh, Uruguay, Chile, the jungles of Brazil, who are surviving better than we are in America. No one has failed their citizens more than we have. And we have one thing we've done that no one else did the whole time remdesivir and sedation drugs to vent you to death. Uh, and we used a cocktail of drugs, morphine, midazolam, lorazepam, Presidex, and fentanyl. Yeah. And they mix that crap up so they can shove a tube down your throat and force air into your lungs when they're shutting down your kidneys with remdesivir. And that's what they're doing. So, uh, yeah, I've looked at this for a long time. Now I spend most of my time traveling, speaking to senators, state reps with MDs to educate them on the hospital protocols how wrong it is to punish medical doctors for prescribing off-label drugs that are less deadly than the hospital protocols, and then calling in pharmacy boards for the states. We, we're demanding that. Bring them in here 
and tell them to stop allowing their their pharmacist to practice medicine without a license to do so. Their job is to fill prescriptions, not to restrict them, which is what they've been doing. So that's it's really been a very personal thing for me. I didn't want anybody as many as possible around the world to experience what me and my wife and my family did uh, two years ago. And uh, still the same way I feel. Amen. And, uh, you know, we are experiencing it, unfortunately, but you've made a big difference and impact and educating and everything you just described. I'm glad we went through it a little bit because I wasn't going to get into that in this video, but it's, it's old news to me, but it's not old news to a lot of people. So many people are brainwashed. The reason why this is happening in America worse than anywhere else is because of a depopulation agenda that I made a documentary about in 2014 or whenever that the agenda 21, the Georgia Guidestones, it's all, it's all there literally written in stone, what they want to do. What we're watching is they're really doing it, you know, and, and now the way that the dots are connecting with, for instance, what we're going to talk about today with the venom, it's, it, it connects too much with the Bible. Uh, if there's any, possible way to do that but you know bible prophecy is being fulfilled there and, is a way to do that yes and this is so palpable what's happening now ever since this information came out it makes more sense what they're doing and why and how and you know i have one question about remdesivir because it does it does have to do with this i want to know i know we're not going to talk about who is doing this but i want to know if anyone is going to chemically analyze, to, you know, some people like Dr. Batha are taking the vials, securing some of the vials from different lots, Pfizer and different, whatever they are, the mRNA jab material and analyzing it. Are we going to analyze remdesivir and prove that they're poisoning people? For four months, these four months I've been going through this, I actually asked multiple medical doctors like Peter McCullough to put me in touch. Who's a dear friend. I actually asked him to put me in touch with medical doctors and pharmacists that he thought could help me get remdesivir. And I was in a car with him and I said, I've got to test it. I've got these labs down in South Texas that Mike Adams was going to help me with to actually test the stuff. I am suspicious it's in there in, in the Pfizer and Moderna shots also. And these doctors, medical doctors kept telling me they could get it. Four months, never did, were they able to deliver on any of it. They couldn't give me Pfizer, even though they said they could. Couldn't give me Moderna shots, even though they said they could. I never could get remdesivir, even though we even approached Gilead Sciences. And I said I'd give them 3200 bucks for one vial, like you're charging hospitals to use. And they're being reimbursed. And they still wouldn't sell it. They wouldn't even respond to us for four months. So have I tried it? You better believe it. Am I going to quit? Nope. And I was going to push the issue because I have a problem. This issue right now where you just said, this might be old news for some, the remdesivir stuff, but it's new now. Do you want to know why it is I came out with this information without having remdesivir tested yet? Because January 21st, just two and a half months ago, the FDA said remdesivir now is the only authorized drug to pump into all newborns in America and all children in this country. There is no part of me two years later that's going to sit back and go, oh, that's okay. I'm not going to be like Pilate and go, you know what? It's fine. I'm going to wash my hands of this crap. No. I'm going to push the issue and make y'all look at this thing. It's super dangerous, super toxic. And you're now going to say there's nothing else that can be used in this entire country except for remdesivir, which Ryan Cole abbreviated and shortened 
to make people be able to remember it. Run death is near is what he calls it. Yeah, just this thing is super toxic and deadly. Do not be pumping this into your children. It's ridiculous. So, yes, that's a problem. Number two, just because I couldn't get my hands on Pfizer and Moderna the way people said that they could get it for me to get it tested, even though I didn't tell them what I was looking for. I just needed them and they couldn't come through. Uh, you know what the FDA is working to vote on very soon is to give the six-month-olds in this country to four-year-olds these shots. Uh, that actually just yesterday, they said they're going to start doing June 1st. You think for a second I was going to sit back. I've got five kids. You think for a second I haven't vaccinated any of them. You think for a second in their whole life I haven't vaccinated them. They're 21 years old. You think for any part of my life my soul was going to sit here and go like this it's probably okay if we just let them do this stuff to children. It's probably okay to do this to babies, even if we don't know the truth and I can't get it. No, no. You have to remember, um, I'm trying to protect your life and thwart their agenda. I don't care if I have to push the issue or force it. I'm going to because they're trying to kill you and your and children. A, amen. Uh, and it doesn't matter really technically what's in it because we see the fruit. We see the pattern. We know even from the published study that Fauci linked to that it kills what 30, 40 percent on 53 percent of everybody you go to in the on par. Yep. And I've watched it with my own eyes happen to neighbors and loved ones. Uh, the pastor that baptized me was killed, they gave it to him. We were trying to get in touch with people, make sure he doesn't have it. Okay, then they found out. I don't know if it was through me. Maybe other people were warning them too. However, it was somebody, I sent them your videos, other articles, other people might've been doing that too, but whatever it was, thank God they, they got him off it, but it was too late. And he was in five days and he was gone. And uh, that happened. I mean, I have listeners and viewers and customers and friends, family, neighbors that have gone through the same horror story. And I know people, born-again Christians, who are educated and know what's going on. And they, for some reason, ended up in the hospital in, in a true emergency setting with this COVID, whatever. And they knew they didn't want remdesivir. And they demanded they were never going to be given remdesivir. And guess what they did, Dr. Artis? They yeah, gave it to them anyways. These people are devils. And they're carrying out their agenda of satanic genocide right up with abortion. It is satanic. I mean, it's like the whole country is a death camp. And that is not a hyperbole, hyperbole to me. And nope, they're moving remdesivir out of hospitals. They're going to bring it into the assisted living where my mother lives. Nursing so home. If she gets the sniffles, you know, jab, jab. I mean, it would be unbelievable. But like I said, the Bible is true, and we know all of these things are coming to pass, and it's very dark times. Um, people don't have any love in their heart. They don't have natural affection. They're deceived. There's all these reasons, but the devil is got his hoof on the accelerator, and we need to warn and sound the alarm. So I'm so glad and thankful you came on. Now, I have a question for you. Refer back to the venom. I'm going to tell my audience again, watch the Mike Adams interviews because they're extremely packed with information. Dr. Artis doesn't have time to repeat all the information that is in those interviews. Those are like a deep dive times three. Okay. So watch those. If you want the full picture, 
But I want to ask you one thing, Dr. Artis. Um, I found it very interesting. Speaking of evidence and proof, the in Italy, the study here, um, <laughs> literally. I love that you have the study. That's great. They, they literally found the venom in the bodies of the COVID patients. And then in the people that were healthy, they didn't have they well, found it's not zero. just some venom. It's like 80 times, four times, 10 times, what, 30 kinds of venom, a couple other snail. They found, 36, they found 36 venoms. 20 of them were from snakes. One was from the crown of thorn starfish venom. And 15 are from cono snails. And it's called alpha conotoxin. And it is more lethal than king cobra venom. I just want to let you know. Obviously, all of those people that they tested fell out of a boat. <laughs> they all got bitten by the same starfishes. That's what I laugh about. Yeah. And they lived. They lived. Then they crawled up into the desert, and they all got bitten by all the different snakes from different parts obviously. of the world because yeah, they went around the world. And that's why. Okay, it's obvious. Yeah. yeah. You know what is interesting about that list? Do you know what's not on that list of thirty-six animal venoms? Notice that whole research study, they collected poop, urine, and blood of COVID-19 patients and submitted their research studies findings June of 2020. It didn't get published until October of last year, so a year plus later. Now, I want you to know, by June of 2020, all of the researchers in Italy would have been running the DNA of the animal venoms they found against one narrative that they were hearing in the media what animal did they tell you this came from? SARS-CoV-2. Bat. A bat. Notice there's no bat nothing in that chart of listed venoms that they found. There's not a bat anything. It's snakes and marine shellfish, which there's another documentary coming out this week that y'all are going to be excited to watch with Jonathan Otto. Uh, he flew to my house after he saw my stupider stuff. He spent three days here over Easter weekend, and we did a bunch of filming. Uh, I could not believe what he brought to my attention. I had no idea they've been weaponizing venom for decades, like since 1975. I had no idea. The same ones I mean, they're finding in COVID-19 patients. Yeah, the same ones they're finding in COVID-19 patients in Italy. They've been weaponizing to kill people for decades. I had no idea. I've learned a lot. I do know from, might have been an interview that you gave where you mentioned it that they, in Vietnam, we were spraying that on people, the synthetic weaponized types of venoms. Yep. So right now, I don't know if you know this, there's a guy named Dane Wigington who he has this, uh, he's the leading scientist and researcher for a company called geoengineering. And he watches the chemtrails and has done testing to determine that they're dropping poison and aluminum oxide that causes neurological disease and all kinds of stuff in the skies. He's got a documentary called The Dimming. Y'all should watch that because it has come to light. I did not know this. There's a Dr. Tau Braun, T-A-U-B-R-A-U-N, who in Jan July, sorry, June of last year in the summer, wrote a letter to the FBI addressed to the, one of the directors of the departments of the FBI. Have you ever written a letter to the FBI? I haven't. This guy wrote a letter to the FBI and said, you guys are all looking for a SARS-CoV-2 virus. It's not a virus. It's envenomation. It's actually venom. This thing you're calling SARS-CoV-2 respiratory virus. He knew it this whole time. He actually is inside. He works for the U.S. National Counterterrorism. 
His specialty is to train CIA agents and FBI agents in preventing and handling and stopping mass killings using biological warfare. That's what he specializes in. And he recognized that it was venom. He's told me since I've discovered him the day I did the Stu Peters interview, I found an email of his with the FBI letter in it. I never even knew this guy existed, but he's become a dear friend now. He's told me that he doesn't know why he was ignored back in June and why it is that God showed me this stuff separately, he believes. He's like, I don't know why I couldn't get this across. Now God gave it to you and you figured it out all on your own. He said, but I have to trust in God because you need to know something that you may not know. He is totally aware that the actual massive die-off hasn't happened yet. He says it's coming very shortly. And I said, what do you mean the die-off hasn't happened yet? And he goes, no, no, you don't understand. They are vaccinating people with snake venom. Like they're actually injecting it into people. This is what he said. They're injecting it into people. And what they're going to come out with next is the actual weapon to kill them. It will be aerosolized King Cobra venom. I can buy it in, in a can. And they're going to go on subway trains and in airplanes and in malls and in schools. And when the people who are vaccinated with snake venom inhale it into their lungs, it's going to literally turn all of their lungs because of the current vaccine in their body with the venom. It's going to turn all their lungs into cartilage and they're going to die from pulmonary fibrosis. He said, that's the massive kill off. He's like, so whatever the reason is, God waited for you to get this information right now that's going to allow you to get the information or the narrative to the world to look at it as a venom. He said, this is a God timing because now we can go and actually tell them we have got to do X, Y, and Z to help the people who are vaccinated keep more people from getting the vaccine because right now only the unvaccinated are protected. The 5 billion who have been vaccinated are the next targets. And they're going to use, I've heard from other doctors who said, they can even aerosolize it from planes, drop snake venom peptides in the air that will inhale. And you'll have the only way I know to describe it is because he, I can't get how he's describing it. It's going to turn your lung into scar tissue when the two venoms in your immune system interact with each other. So I just visually explain it. If you listen to Dr. Sherry Timpany, she was great at explaining what's called antibody dependent enhancement that with yeah. MRNA injections into animals, they all died once they were exposed to the virus they were actually immune to, supposedly. Well, think about it this way. If we inject you with venom and then expose you to venom, you're going to get an antibody-dependent enhancement, and it's going to make you die from lung failure, which is what the animals died from. So however that pathology works out, there are multiple people who are saying they know this is the case. And since I spoke on this, Israeli news podcasters had me come on the next day, and they said, Dr. Artis, did you know, in January, a good friend of ours who's a German scientist drove to our house. We're talking January of this year, drove to our house and knocked on the door and said, you too, I need you to listen. I just came from a high level classified meeting in the German government. And they said, there's two snake venoms in the COVID-19 shots. I love you too much. You cannot get these shots. And they, and the friend left and they were like, yeah, right. There's no way they're doing that. And then when I came out with my Stu Peters documentary, they didn't even see the Mike Adams thing yet. They actually were, this is the first time they'd heard anybody else touch on the fact that these shots have snake venom uh, and potentially snake venom in them. And that's been my worry this whole time. We're already seeing the side effects of snake venom yeah. from all the side effects and deaths, myocarditis from these shots. That's what snake venom does. The neurological impact that we've seen. 
all of the side effects of the shots, all the deaths from COVID-19, all the symptoms with COVID-19, it's miraculously evil. It can all be tied to snake venom side effects. All of them. It's this weird thing that no one's been looking at and why it is God gave it to me. And then allowed me to celebrate with 90% of the world. Who's very excited about this information and then put up with the loud 10% that want to try to bash me for coming out with this. It doesn't matter. Uh, the truth hurts, man. And it just needs to <laughs> Yeah, truth kills, right? Sometimes. I don't know. I was coughing. Shills. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes people um, can only handle so much. Yep. In fact, uh, Dr. Richard Bartlett told me, he goes, watch all the people that are in the media talking bad about you. He goes, they're all outing themselves. That's what it's, he said. They're all outing themselves. In all fairness, they have every right to, to disagree. But when somebody comes out against... <laughs> Any kind of theory when it comes to this charade we've been living under, and we've seen everything flip two or three times. If you come out of the box against something now without even checking it out, something's wrong with you. Look at the information and then come out against it. Go ahead. It's a free, well. It is amazing. The people that won't look and just continue to talk won't watch the three hours of Mike Adams and I. It's really funny. But anyone who watches it, medical doctors included, will, will actually share it with everybody and go, have you seen his three-hour documentation with Mike Adams? It's out of this world phenomenal. How his narrative and discovery, one after another, are outlined. Yeah, how do you come to any other conclusion? Just spend some time with it. I spent four months, 16 hours a day looking at this, and there were some things I had to dismiss that I thought I could talk on because I couldn't figure anything out. I actually thought they were putting snake venom on the cotton swabs. And that's why they were forcing everybody to stick it up their nose and in their mouth. That's what I thought, but I couldn't find any evidence to even speak on that. After two weeks of spending time every day looking at that, I let it go. There was enough that remdesivir looks and reads just like Cobra toxin. I could find a connection between the company that makes it and a company that makes drugs from snake venom, gene and tech. Yeah, I could find enough correlation there. And then I could find enough correlation between the inventors of the mRNA shots. They actually have been doing research called gene therapy financed by the NIH and Anthony Fauci's department since 2009. And guess what's in those shots? Snake venom phosphodiesterase. This is what they've been using for 13 years. You really think that? I think they changed their methodology when they mass produce these. They use snake venom to do gene therapy. And that's what these are designed to do. So uh, don't shoot the messenger. Y'all just haven't been looking. Let me just read to you, Dr. Artis, something I was reading this morning from the Bible, okay? Which is God's timing that I read it this morning. I believe it. The first one I found was in Job 20, verse 14. Yet his meat in his bowels is turned. It is the gall of asps within him. And what is gall? Did you look that up? <laughs> yes. So what is gall? It's, vo it's poison. It's venom. It is venom. And that's what they tried to give the Lord Jesus Christ before they crucified him. And it's also in the Old Testament prophecy of the crucifixion, Psalm 69, 21. They gave me also gall for my meat, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. It's defined as gall, bitter, poisonous, or venom. So in Matthew 27, 33 through 34, it says, and when they were coming to a place called Golgotha, that is to say, place of the skull, they gave him vinegar to drink, mingled with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. Truth Dealer Radio. Radio.
No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments? Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music, Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. 